I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal Shop here on The Rock, and we're talking with legendary vocalist from Testament, Chuck Billy. Their new album, Titans of Creation, 13th studio album, is available now on Nuclear Blast. But first off, Chuck, uh, we all saw the news about you coming back from European tour, getting sick with coronavirus. Uh, first off, I need to ask, how are you feeling today? How are you doing mentally with all this? Well, mentally, you know, I'm, I'm, we're back to, I'd say, 100%. I mean, it's awesome. been a month since we've been home and been in London. We're feeling better. I mean, we didn't retest, so we don't know if we're totally in the clear. I mean, until they come up with more tests, but yeah. we're still in quarantine for a month. I think we went out twice. That's about it, really. And, uh, yeah, I mean, but, like, uh, physically, you're, you're feeling, like, a lot better? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. I mean, for the last week and a half to two, yeah, about a week and a half, we've been feeling better with energy, doing awesome. things, getting up. First two weeks, two and a half weeks, you know, we were dead to the world. Didn't get much done. You know, yeah. just kind of wrote it out, waiting for results to come back, you mm-hmm. know, and in the meantime, just kind of recovering. They didn't give us any medication or anything. We just kind of said, if, you know, if you have respiratory issues, call 911. So, you know, we just kind of wrote it out for a few weeks. Well, I mean, I, I'll speak for the entire metal uh, community up here in the Northwest and would we'll say we're so stoked to hear that. Uh, I mean, scary stuff, and especially you know coming back from Europe, and a lot of your guys got that. So I'm glad that you guys are doing well, and, and um, I got to say. Yeah, it is scary stuff. You know, when we heard Will from Death Angel got admitted and was on a ventilator, you know, kind of puts a scare in you for a second. You kind of get short of breath. I'm like, oh, no, mm-hmm. you know, it's just your, your head starts playing tricks and yeah, it's, it kind of gets a little mental at that point then, you know. Well, uh, I saw that he just did a radio on uh, Gimme Radio talking about yeah. it, and, and he's feeling better. And, and dude, that's yeah. that's so I awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's uh, yeah, I heard his show too. And, um, you know, he seems to be feeling better, just seems to need to get the physical part back going again. And, you know, he made it. <laughs> Bay Area Thrash is too hardcore for that, man. We got to yeah. kick out of it, dude. Kick out it, too. Um, I got to say, though, hell of a time to drop a new album. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, we knew, you know, initially just just for physical sales, it was going to be getting tougher and tougher these days. Yeah. Mostly digital anyhow, so you kind of just forge forward. But this puts a real damper on physical sales for sure, you know. Um, but, you know, um, we could have tried to st- stall the record, but, you know, we had the promotion going already mm-hmm. in motion. 
And, you know, people have got a lot of time on their hands. They're sitting around locked down. I figured, why not give them some new music to sit at home and crank up? You know, everybody's kind of sitting around doing things that they don't really get a chance to do because they have to go to work every day. And, you know, maybe they get home and just sit there and enjoy some music. So thought it would be good to get it out now. And I'm just going to throw this out there because uh, a lot of my friends were getting those stimulus checks. And if you can, I mean, throw a few few dollars to an artist uh, that, that could use the money. I mean, like, honestly, Testament, a badass uh, thrash band, has been killing it for years. You want that new physical copy of Testament? You Use a little fraction of that, uh, you know? And it, that's just me saying it. You know, that's what I'll be doing. But not, and not, it's not a bad buy. I think we're very proud of this new record kinds of creation yeah it's a, a you know unusual way we came up with creating a lot of it we tried some new things and experimental vocally and just musically and you know because of that i think it just made for you know pretty dynamic record with a lot of songs that really have a lot of uh individual identity you know there's a lot of different moods on this record so let's talk a little bit about that with you trying new stuff like vocally like is that something that you bring up or is it just something that works with the song like how uh yeah. how, do you, how do you go out on that kind of out on that limb with that well it was actually you know i i recorded and wrote all the songs and the very last song we wrote was City of Angels, where mm-hmm. I was really actually didn't want that song to be on the record because okay. I thought it was too slow and the pace. When I first heard the music, it was really long, real repetitive, and I just, I'm like, man, this isn't thrashy enough. And I really was, you know, didn't want it on the record, but I played it for my friend Dell, who I write lyrics with. Mm-hmm. And he said, hold on a second, he came back with these words, he already had the song written. So try this, just go try it over the song. And I did once, and it actually fit. So I found myself going, okay, I'll give it a shot, even though I don't want it on the record. I took it home and, and was going to record it two days later. Yeah. And I didn't know how I was going to approach it or do what I was going to do, but I found myself trying a different voice texture that <clears throat> I haven't used yet on a record. I was trying something new, just what the music inspired me to do. Yeah. But then I also tried some like harmonies and stuff where I don't really ever do that kind of stuff. We always do background and gang vocals, but I tried some and, uh, and it, it started developing into this really cool song, you know? So like that song just somehow came alive in the studio where, you know, after 13 studio records, I found myself, you know, trying new things, pushing myself out of the comfort zone. I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, to still be able to do that, you know, this many years later. I mean, yeah. I mean, after this many like killer albums, it would be easy to just kind of like, you know, ride the pocket and just kind of do what you've been doing. But to hear that you you're trying to kind of push things and do new things, that's that's really inspirational and really cool. Well, on this record, I mean, you know, usually when the writing process, I'll get a riff from Eric and I'll mm-hmm. go, you know, when he writes it, he'll he'll have in mind, okay, this is the verse, there's a bridge, here's a chorus, and he'll bring it to me. And sometimes it's right, but then most of the time I go, well, no, I, I like that chorus as the verse riff. Let's move it and change that. And I'll make it more adaptable to my voice, what I feel like is more comfortable in the pocket for me to sing. Yeah. With this record, I didn't do that. I really took a lot of these songs, and because Eric was using some chord progressions that weren't, like, comfortable for me and and. and days of old i would have said no let's change that but this time i did it and i really kind of took it on and it was made it a challenge actually and it really kind of made me push myself out of that comfort zone and try new things and approach it different ways and it just made those songs and in the end you know and i ended up working my way through them you know and it made for just a better dynamic song for me trying new things and yeah it was just it was a whole different process on this record 
When uh, I, I know there's no like time frame on this and things are changing day by day, even hour by hour. But let's pr- let's say we're on the other side of things and you guys are out, uh, you know, gigging and, and doing a tour. Uh, is that going to be a pretty gnarly workout for you to try and go from like the, with the new range that you're working with? No, actually, the new songs are pretty comfortable. Awesome. Um, you know that they there's there's only a couple songs. A lot of the old classics. We tune those songs down now so okay. we're in my comfort zone. So there's not many that are out of my range. There's a couple that we wrote, like on The Gathering, that there's just so many words. There's no time for breath that are a little tough live. You know, they, we, there's always, of course, some tough ones live. But for the last couple of records, a lot of the songs really made the, the set list. I mean, like a Brotherhood, we came out with like five songs out of the gate, yeah. which is kind of unusual. And I think on this record, it's kind of, kind of the same vibe. We play... Night of the Witch and Children of the Next Level we played on the last tour through Europe. And the response was awesome, and it was just really killer live songs, you know. Well, that's the thing about you guys is, uh, you know, some, some you know, uh, w- some bands will come in and they'll play the new stuff and people are like, eh, I don't know. But your guys' stuff is so vital and like your stuff kicks ass uh, in the sense of like it goes along with all the other old material. So people want to hear that new. And uh, I got to say, the new album is, is super killer. So um, I, I, I'm i personally curious and, and I pay attention just because I'm kind of in the like media side of things. But being on the artist side of things, uh, how much like weight or do you even do you pay attention to like reviews and magazines or comments and and uh uh, you know, does that stuff affect you or I don't read them. I mean, I don't, I never go like on blabbermouth or I don't, you know, after I do stuff, I don't see it, but you know, I get the vibe from when I'm doing press with talking to people like you and yeah. just seeing what the vibe is and consensus. And I've been doing interviews for other records in the past and, you know, and I get a consensus of this and just from some fans that they really are recognizing on this record. The consensus is that, the record and the songs have variety and it's just they really have an individuality on the rec on this record which makes it an easier record to listen to you know it's not one that's all the same and you hear it and you go okay that sounds like the first song let's skip it you know and move on it all has it's really dynamic and i think that's the consensus that a lot of people are are vibing on that's awesome, man. And I'm looking forward to seeing that perf- you guys perform that live whenever that time may be. What are uh, just a couple songs? I know it's like choosing your, your, you know, your favorite kid or whatever, but what are a couple songs off the new album you're most excited to go out and perform live? Um, City of Angels is going to be a challenge. Well, during that, that was the one with the new voice. So yeah. trying it live, we'll see how that, that goes. But songs like uh, False Prophet or World War Three, you know, those songs are pretty killer. They'll be good live songs. Yeah, um, we've been playing, like I said, "Children of the Next Level" mm-hmm. and, and um, "The Night of the Witch." So those will be in there. Right on, man. Well, I'm excited. Whenever that time may be, uh, and and I wanted to ask you a little bit about some some things that uh, you know inspire you musically. Um, so. You know, obviously, there's a lot of negative news going out, and and it's uh, important to like stay plugged in, but you know, obviously, balance things. But say say someone who's listening right now might be getting a bit too much negativity in their life and you know, bummed out. What is an album for you that if you're having a day and you're you're getting a lot of negativity, what's an album to you that you can put on and and will will just boost you up and boost your spirits? Well, for me, it's it's got to be UFO uh, Strangers in the Night. Okay. Just because, you know, that record, I grew up through high school cranking in my car and just 
good memories, uh, you know, chasing women and all yeah, that, just yeah. drinking young. That takes you to a place where there was no worries, no bills, limited mom and dads. Mm-hmm. And so that record takes me to that place. So that that's that's the one I always put on and just I, mean, I go go there. Awesome, man. That's a, that, that, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and going even further behind, uh, you know, those days, uh, further back, what was the first album, like vinyl tape, whatever format it was, vinyl, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, that you ever purchased on your own with your own money? Yeah, that's probably going to be, uh, the Beach Boys. Okay. Album I bought. I was really hooked on that song 409. So I mm-hmm. was like on the hunt for that record when yeah. I was young. Yeah, that was it. Right on, man. And, uh, you know, uh, going along with this theme of like albums that kind of impacted you, uh, if you could, uh, give me four albums that have made a positive impact in your life. Um, Judas Priest Unleashed in the East. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Thin Lizzy Live and Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple live ones. Yeah. I was always a live guy back growing up. Uh, and then probably for sure, like Metallica, Kill 'Em All. Okay, yeah, dude. Especially, you know, in the within the, like the early thrash and, and everything. Yeah. And that's that's killer, man. Movements when the movement was begun. Well, uh, if if people are listening now and they're like, okay, Chuck Billy, most metal dude ever, but I know that you got to have some stuff that's not metal in your collection. What is the least metal album in your collection? <laughs> uh, I got a lot, but I mean, I'd say that people probably wouldn't even think is like uh, the Silver Sun pickups. Oh, okay, yeah, I like that band. Yeah, <laughs> I like them too. They're just a fucking cool listening band. I, I enjoy them, but it's totally not metal for sure. Nice. All right, man. Well, uh, so the new the new album is called Titans of Creation. You can pick it up now on a Nuclear Blast. Uh, just a couple more questions here for Chuck Billy from Testament. Uh, first off, uh, I know you've been through a lot of stuff here on tour. You know, throughout the years, uh, you are a beast on vocals. What is a uh, pick a scar on your body, Chuck, and tell us the story of how you got it. Uh, well, there's one on my wrist, my my um, left hand. It was in, I believe, Clash of the Titans with Slayer, Suicidal, Megadeth. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, 1989, I believe, something like that. And uh, I remember me and Tom Mariah being in an elevator, and I was, we were, had a day off, and I was drunk on Jack Daniels and put my fist through the elevator glass display case <laughs> and cut my wrist open and... Next thing I we got downstairs and went to the bar and got more drinks and I just put my hand in bloody all over Jeff Hanneman's blonde hair and uh, made our way to the hospital where you know I wanted Tom Araya to stitch my wrist up, <laughs> you know. Yeah, damn. And, uh, it was a mess. I uh, I remember I got stitched up, went back to my room, passed out, drunk, and then my wife and son showed up to come visit <laughs> what's all this blood about yeah well yeah exactly they seen the blood trail from the elevator and said oh i know it's him and went all the way to my room and were you able to perform the next day okay oh yeah nice oh, there, yeah. there you go damn dude that's a hell of a scar story so uh <laughs> 
I know a lot of us uh, up here in the Northwest getting a little restless, a little uh, stir crazy, but you know we're, we're doing the smart thing and staying inside as you are. And yep. um, what what uh, do you have any words or uh, advice for someone that's kind of gone through this and is going through this? Um, any words of advice for the Northwest audience while we uh, kind of? Well, stay I mean, it's 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 um, you know, I mean, a lot of people got to do the right thing to stay indoors, but you know, got to look on the positive fortunate side of it is that we are trapped at our own homes yep if you weren't trapped me and my wife were saying if we got stuck in europe and didn't make it home off the tour and had to sit in a hotel room for three four weeks we would go crazy yeah out of our minds so just you know i mean you know where we have the pleasure to be at our own place you know so look at the positive and jam the new testament uh and jam <laughs> Chuck, dude, uh, yeah, any uh, final words for uh, Seattle before, uh, well, I'm assuming we'll see you sometime within the next year or so, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, we're planning a tour in September, a great tour. Well, I'm sure hopefully we'll announce it soon, but, you know, we don't know if it's going to happen or not yet. I mean, everything's kind of so up in the year, but yep. we've been working to continue to try to finish booking it, and hopefully we can do it. If not, 21, you know, looks like it'll be the year for a lot of people to be touring. Well, we ho- we sure as hell hope to see you there, Chuck. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Thank you. I'll see you. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.